Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC. Thank you. How's your demeanor today, JC? My demeanor? Yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get like I'm, a little temperature check on you today. I'm, I'm JC. You're JC. Well, I, I was looking to get a temperature check, and, I'm, I'm and, just, and I'm that's just, because I, I'm, I'm feeling a little intolerant today. Okay. So I have this, like, spirit of intolerance over me, and so I'm hoping maybe JC has a little bit more of, you know, fluffy cat unicorn going on on the inside. That is highly <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> fluffy cat unicorn. I don't know, man. Maybe... Maybe I'm not. pretty sure that's not a thing <laughs> with JC. It's not a thing with JC it's for Fluffy Cat Unicorn. Well, I'm really happy to... But thanks for asking. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Welcome to the Orwellian world of the New Order of America. Indeed. The Orwellian world of the New Order of America. Where do you go from here? Why is Chrisanne feeling so intolerant today? I, you know, maybe you can help me, JC, because you have the psychology background. Most people don't, maybe me, people don't know that. JC actually, you know, the whole college psychology thing going on. So he's got that in his brain, right? So he's a psychologist. Are you a psychologist? No, I mean, I have a lot, I have a lower tolerance than you typically have. So um, maybe you're just reading too much of this stuff today. But No, it's, it's people, JC. It's yeah. people. Because I get people that contact me and say, will you please help me? I don't know what to do. And then I'm like, oh, great. You're reaching out for help. And I say, okay, this is what you got to do. Well, but this is what you got to do. Well, I don't know about that. But, well, this is what you got to do. Yeah, I just, you know, I don't. And I'm like, what the heck are you calling me for? Looking why, for do that why do you want my advice? bullet. Seriously. Does my, do people think that I just have... I, I, what do people think to do? I sit around all day and twiddle my thumbs and wait for somebody to call me wanting legal advice so I can spend 45 minutes on a phone talking to somebody who, who doesn't want my advice. <laughs> it was just not the particular advice thereafter. Oh, 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 but then you want to flip me over the edge? Here's how you flip me over the edge. Oh, but you know what, Chrisanne? We've got this great petition that I signed online the other day to get to get AG Barr to come in and help and, and, and control my governor. <laughs> so why don't you call AG Barr on the phone instead of me? Yeah. I mean, seriously, I I don't know. I just simply don't know. Woo, help, hello from West Central Indiana. Well, you can't get more specific than that. West Central Indiana. God bless you in West Central Indiana. Yeah. Michigan, New York, um, two Michigans. Mississippi, Indiana, two Indianas. Look at that. Jackson. Jackson what? Jackson, Mississippi. Ah, could be Jackson, lots Jackson. of other places. Could be. But, yeah. but the Jackson. The Jackson. That's Belding, Jackson, Michigan. Mississippi. Who do we got in the what's, what's in the going chat. on with my YouTube chat thing here? I don't even see anything on the YouTube chat. It's there. It's there. East, East Central Alabama. I'm 
going to close this down. Northeast Pennsylvania. Belton, South Carolina. And way up the road in Temple Terrace. Way up the road. <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> Temple Terrace. I think I was on the wrong YouTube channel. Auburn, Alabama. Oh, that's why. Omaha, that's Nebraska. Uh, Southern California. Oh, Michigan. California's back on with us. There we go. Now I've got the right YouTube Liberty channel. Liberty State. I Idaho, yeah, Allentown. Maryland. Well, I'm happy to have everybody here with us today. Hartville, Ohio, Fort Worth, Texas, New Mexico, Midwest, Indiana, Tampa, Florida, Newport Beach, Sonoran Desert, North Idaho. Mm. I mean, people jumping in from. I know. Look at this over here. I'm, all, see, I'm, you've got the fa you've over. got the YouTube going. I've got the Facebook going over here. We got uh, Rockford. Oh, close by Rockford, uh, Michigan again. Uh, Portland, Otto, Oregon. All Randall, right. Jackson, uh, there we go. Uh, Washington State, Colorado, New York City. Not just New York, but New York City. Hinkley, York. Minnesota. Alabama, East Dallas County. Portland, Oregon. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Fenton, Michigan. Washington State. Man, I'm praying for Patriots our everywhere. Washington, Georgia. Patriots. Jersey. See, that's the other thing, JC. Now that you've you put us Patriots Madeira everywhere. Beach. We were in Madeira Beach just uh, when, last weekend. When people That's where we tell spent Mother's me, Day at. Cushing, Oklahoma. We've taught in Cushing, Oklahoma. Calhoun, Illinois. So welcome, yes. everyone. Welcome. welcome, everybody. So you Patriots out there who are joining us, you've got to feel some of my pain because I get people who aren't necessarily plugged into the Patriot Network. Uh, people, f it's, it's really kind of odd. People who have actually never heard of me before, mm -hmm. never even visited my website, never even heard a podcast, right? They're, they're contacting me to ask me questions. I guess maybe it's an opportunity to get free advice from a constitutional attorney. How, how does that happen? Sure. So you've got people that aren't plugged into the networks. And so I get calls from people in California, Washington State. And they're like, oh, I live in this state. It's all blue and everybody's liberal and nobody here loves liberty and I'm all alone. And I'm like, I, I, you're just not plugged into the right channels because, you know, we've been to Washington State. We've been to California. We've been to Oregon. Yes, there are segments of those states where the governments are predominantly liberal. And in some places, whacked out liberal. But JC, do we not know a large number of patriots in those places as well? So large that somebody couldn't stand up and say, I'm all alone, right? You just can't do that. I just can't. I, I can't get over how cool that little graphic is up there, JC. That's, that's really cool up there in the corner. <laughs> Did you do that in your spare time? See, JC yeah, has spare sure. time. Yeah, some little elf did that. <laughs> that elf did that. Just showed up and it was there. It was there. That is so awesome. Hey, while we're talking about a lot elves of people just want to want to get you know they just need to decompress you yeah. know and they just reach out like that and people hear you in different you know you're on all these platforms. Oh now, yeah, and yeah, we're we on all kinds of platforms. Different shows everywhere, so people hear that and hey man, what this lady said sounds good. And they reach out, but. You know, you have a lot. I mean, people that have been watching this show and listening to us for a long time. I mean, our guys that are trained uh, guys and gals have, you know, the local focus, local, 
state. A lot of people you're going to get coming in still have that federal obsession. Ooh, federal you know. obsession. That drives me nuts. What, what can I tell Trump for him to come save us? What can I tell Barr for him to come save us and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So so you'll, get, you'll probably get a lot of that um, perspective with new folks because just as we were talking about with HB 6666, uh, it, it funds the contact tracing, but it doesn't set up the contact tracing. Obviously, we want to, you know, we want to cut off the funding. We want to go after that. But as we're talking about what we've realized, the tyranny is implemented on the local level. If you don't have control of your local government, your state state government, your sheriff, you're not protected. Right. So that's why that's probably been, uh, you know, 70 to 90 percent of our focus for 10 years. Right. Uh, and, and that's a new concept for a lot of people who are fixated and addicted to, um, you know, 24-7 Trump narrative, federal politics, right. President Obama, you know, the whole the idea that federal that level. William Barr is going to jump up and protect your rights is just ludicrous to me to begin with. I know you got a lot of fans out there, but it's only because they don't understand his published constitutional view. Hey, did you see this, JC? But it's not his role. More, more to the point, that's, yeah, not, not, the that's not the role of the U.S. Attorney General. No. Uh, to come and control your governor? To come control your state. Please. Val agrees with me, JC. We need a bug wall map with points, with, with pins on it to show where everybody is. <laughs> you know, all the places that we've been to. To prove that there are patriots in these places. These sure. are the things and the places that you need to go. Yeah, I know, Heather, we're, we're twins again. Yep. Uh, it's because we got our brand new GodGunsLiberty.com t-shirts in the mail today. And we were both wanting to, to sport them. them. You know, like you get a new pair of tennis shoes, you run faster, jump higher, stop faster. You know, that kind of thing. So That's true. The new t-shirt, we're new superheroes. Very good. So new what is what is... What is going on in the world today? Surely there's a reason that sets you off. Oh, well. I, Aside from in, just phone calls. Yeah, no. I, it's Washington State is off the charts. I mean, it's just crazy. And what happens is, JC, is the media takes this stuff and, and runs with it, right? So you have these articles. Um, for example, here's one out of Washington State. Oh, sorry, I thought that said full. I don't have my glasses on. So you have uh, Governor Inslee lays out statewide contact tracing plan for COVID-19. And what they do is they just simply, uh, they take things out of context, they extrapolate, they postulate. Who is they? And the journalists. And they make things worse than they really are. And so what happens, JC, is we don't teach people to go to the original sources. So people find a news source that they think that they can trust. And then they think, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is, you know, I can trust this. This is my end goal. The problem is, JC, when, when I got fired 11 years ago for teaching the Constitution, we learned that even the most conservative, even the most... Uh, focused websites, news sources, have their own little kind of twist, you mm. know? They have their own little angle. I don't know where I remember what movie we watched, but it's, everybody's got an angle, right? And so what I'm trying to encourage people to do is stop taking the news as the final source. So if you hear, because here's the thing, 
Governor Inslee is authorizing contact tracing agents to take children from their homes and to be and to put them in in uh, in governor government controlled orphanages and government controlled facilities if they test positive for COVID-19. That's what's being reported. Only I got on the phone today and I talked to Matt Shea. And I said, look, I'm about to pull my hair out. Representative Matt Shea, Washington State. Representative Matt Shea of Washington State. So I'm about to pull my hair out over here. I'm seeing this stuff in the news, and I can't find a single order in writing from Governor Inslee to do this. I mean, what what is his legal basis? What is he jumping off of to do this? And Matt says there is no legal order, and he's not actually saying what the media is saying he's saying. And so right now in Washington, look, I'm not trying to make it sound any better than it is. It's just not as bad as it's being reported. Okay. So right now, it's not accurate. Right. So right now, the governor's plan is for foster children to be removed from foster homes and to be put in, in government facilities, facilities, if they're tested positive for COVID-19. It is also a voluntary program for any other parents. So it's not mandatory, but it's voluntary for parents, and it, but it is mandatory for foster parents. Now let's be clear. If you are a foster parent, you are not the parent of that child. You are the en loco parentis. The parent, the ward of that child is the state. So no child is being kidnapped from a home, from a foster home, to be put in a government facility if they're a foster child. Mm -hmm. I just want to be clear about that because, you know, if if, if a child is a ward of the state for whatever circumstance has brought that child to that situation then legally speaking, the government is that child's parents. That's awful. It's it's awful. It's terrible to even speak out loud that government would even have that kind of authority. But that's the legal world that we live in. So we can't get upset about that. Now. Oh, yeah, we can. If you, well, (laughs) you can get upset about that. But if you're not going to do anything about it, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's just an avenue that we've allowed the government to take control of at the local level that they should have never had control of. And I believe that's because, you know, churches stopped having orphanages. Christians stopped doing their job. People stopped tithing and, and, and giving offerings to support charitable business. Yeah. People don't do charity we're, anymore. We're no longer communities. We're no longer so we, communities. So we've turned America's children into cattle. Where yes. the, the state has children. That, that's... It's outrageous. Wow. How do how did the state have children? It's because we no longer take control of our communities. In our minds, I think this is it. And this goes back to, to Hillary Clinton's it takes a village, right? It takes a village. Well, the problem with that quote today is that we in define that word village as government. That's how she meant it. 
Right. Well, but that's how society does, too. Yeah, sure. I mean, when something goes wrong, you run to the government to fix it. When something goes wrong, you run to the government for authority to do it. When a child has a problem with parents, when a child has, has no home, you run to the government to do it. And so government has assumed the definition of community. So you said not as bad. This actually sounds worse. Like when you actually really understand what it is, it's actually worse because Except it's it's it's, it's not that, that the governor's not coming to the homes no, but of you're parents saying, who actually you know, right, which is why I said have not, ownership of not children. accurate. It's not a matter of not you know not bad. It is bad. It is worse. It's not being reported accurately. However, the truth is worse because when you're you've explained it. Accurately, accurately, what you're revealing is that we we essentially have normalized children children being property of the state. So right. so I would say the truth the truth of what's going on here is actually worse and deeper than just oh something happening during a COVID crisis because of the COVID crisis. No, this is revealing something uh, that that is a, a bigger problem. Uh, as far as who we are as as people yeah in america well, it is and and you know that's so no wonder it's so oh, easy I need to find this no wonder it's so easy i mean the human trafficking of children happens with such ease yes we've normalized them as being property yeah then why are, why would we be shocked at all of the stories that they want to call conspiracy theories. Well, Thomas Paine wrote in his series of letters called The Crisis. It started in December of 1776, I think. It may be 1775. I can't remember. But he said that a crisis is, is and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he said a, a crisis is an amazing tool to discover the truth about people and about the system. And that's yeah. what we're discovering. You know, we're discovering the truth about our politicians. He says it's it's like a I have to find that quote because it's a really, really cool quote. while I'm while I'm right here, I want to remind you guys to subscribe. Hit the subscribe button <laughs> right here on YouTube. Also, I want you to hit the thumbs up while you're here. Uh, we when you hit the thumbs up, when you like and subscribe what we're doing, you help us overcome the algorithm uh, that is set up by YouTube and Facebook and social media to undo what we do. So if you're watching us live on Twitter, go ahead and hit that heart button and retweet. If you're watching us on Facebook, give us a thumbs up, give us a heart hands or whatever it is that you want to give us. Don't give us the heart hands. <laughs> JC, heart hands. <laughs> uh, and share the post because what you're doing is overriding the algorithms. Uh, Donovan Jewett says, hey, everybody, let's help JC. Get JC his own mic get, like Chris. Get, so we'll start yeah. a microphone fund for JC. A microphone fund I mentioned, for What was JC? it, two, two, two shows, shows ago? ago. I mentioned I said, this do it, do, do lousy. it. We, we will, the funds will come in. It's what happens. But we have, and here's the thing, JC. All right, so I'm doing it now. Correct me if I'm wrong. But have we not, is this not just another result of the human society turning government into their God? Yeah, sure. I, I really believe that, turning government into their God. So here's what I want to point out. 
Inslee has not issued a commandment or an order to come to your home and take your child to which you have legal parental authority over. Not yet. But he's you issuing... have time to come against this. So he's and issuing say no more orders regarding the children that owned are owned by, by the, the state. state. Yes. So this is an order over the human chattel. Right. Wow. So what are we learning, JC, from COVID? I'm learning. I need to vomit here shortly. Government owns children. Government owns our businesses through licensing. Governments own your home through property taxes. Governments own you when you comply without peaceful noncompliance. Would that be an accurate statement, you think? No, for sure. They, I was looking at these stories today that, that you were researching, and <clears throat> the one thing that's clear, the government views you uh, as cattle. Mm -hmm. They are your rulers. That's how they see it. Right. You look at, I think you had a story of um, uh, the New York de Blasio yep. mm -hmm. uh, and NYPD outlawing protest. Meanwhile, de Blasio is taking his group run through the park in Brooklyn, right? All mm -hmm. of you have to, you can't gather together to criticize us, but we can gather together to go for a run, and he, and he has to have someone drive him over there. Right. Um, it's crazy. Some, some guy confronted him on this. But it's the hypocrisy of it. I mean, it shows you their view. Right. They are your rulers, and they tell you what to do, and it doesn't apply to them. It just applies to you. Here we have the article. This one is actually in Fox News. De Blasio, NYPD commissioner, no protests allowed in New York City. Meanwhile... New York City Mayor de Blasio blasted for strolling through Brooklyn's Prospect Park with his wife. He tells them that New York City residents uh, tell, our New York City resident tells de Blasio that his trip to the park outside of his home borough is epitome of non-essential travel. Mm -hmm. And yet de Blasio says that, uh, has stated outright, and the New York PD, NYPD commissioner, Dur how would you say that? Dermot? Shea? Uh, Dermot. Dermot? We'll just call it Dermot because it sounds better that way. That people are not permitted to gather for protests in public due to the coronavirus pandemic. See, this is, this is what, what, this, this is what chaps me, JC. This is how bold they've become because of the complacency of the citizenship. See, it's one thing to say, uh, we can't have you gathering in public in groups greater than 10 because of the danger of spreading the virus. It's a whole other thing to come out and specifically say, you cannot gather to protest because of the virus. They're actually coming out and saying, you can't come against us because we're going to create a law to arrest you if you come out against us. I mean, this, this is crazy because this is the whole reason the First Amendment 
was placed in the Bill of Rights. It's the whole reason the right to freedom of speech, the right to freedom of religion, the right to freedom of press, the right to peaceably assemble, the right to petition the government for a redress of your grievances is codified in every single state constitution. And they, and, and they know. People are, oh, they just don't know. They don't know the Constitution. We need people to know the Constitution. No, they know the Constitution. This proves to me they know the Constitution, JC, because they know the most powerful tool to control government is the unified physical presence protest of the people. So that's what they out outlaw it. Do you know how I know that? Because in 1774, military governor Thomas Gage did the same thing in Boston when the Boston, uh, right after the Boston uh, Tea Party, right after the Sons of Liberty threw the East India Trade Company tea in uh, overboard. The governor of Boston, or the governor of Massachusetts, who had been appointed by George III to be the royal governor over Massachusetts, you know, clearly telling us that right then and there, the, the, the colony of Massachusetts was under martial law, right? You have a royal military governor appointed. He's a general of the royal military. He's appointed governor. So now we have martial law in, this, in the colony of Massachusetts. And the first thing that Gage does after the Boston Tea Party protest is to outlaw public meetings. But you know what happened? You've heard this history, JC. You know what happened when Gage outlawed public meetings in Massachusetts? What? The people got together and had public meetings. <laughs> they did. And they didn't just go and meet. They, they went armed, peacefully. 300 people gathered in Salem right after uh, Gage issued his order of no public meetings. And they went and they had a public meeting to protest the limit of their freedom of speech. Now, Gage reacts as a general would. You know, he's obviously uh, offended at this display of, of disobedience, right? I want to talk about that in a little bit. Of this display of disobedience. And so he sends troops to disband the group in Salem. Well, what happens then is that more people with more arms come and chase away uh, his troops. As a matter of fact, before the day is over, within 24 hours, uh, 20,000 men aged 16 to 60 start marching on Boston to engage in the same kind of protest. See, I... I this is, this is where we have to be, people. We have to be in persistence, persistent, peaceful noncompliance. And I have, a, I have a request. I have a prayer. Pray ye, hear me. Can we please stop calling it civil disobedience? Please? Sure. Because we're not being disobedient. Right. It's the government that's being disobedient to the supreme law of the land. They are being disobedient to our rights. Inslee is disobedient. The governor of Michigan is disobedient. 
the governor of California is disobedient, and all of these tyrannical governors are being disobedient. The people are not being disobedient. We are engaging in peaceful non-compliance of disobedient orders. Amen. And if we don't change our narrative, why are people afraid? I don't want to be in disobedience because you're, you're raised thinking disobedience is bad. You got to obey your parents. You got to obey authority. You got to do this, that, and the other. You're not being disobedient. You are enforcing the law. And there you go. That's what happened when Chris Ann gets on the show and she's feeling intolerant. You got it. You're on target. 100%. So, meanwhile, back at the ranch, while people are begging A.G. Barr to come fix their governor, <laughs> the Senate votes to allow the FBI to look at your web browsing history without a warrant. This flies in the face of the Supreme Court opinion not too long ago, Carpenter v. U.S., that says you have to have a warrant to geotrack somebody's cell phone. Why wouldn't the Senate have to have, how is it that the Senate, I'm answering my own question in my head, but I'm just going to ask it because that's the way people are, JC. How is it that the Senate can pass a law that contradicts the Constitution and even what the Supreme Court of the United States says? I, w I would say they're passing a law that rewrites the Constitution, essentially. I mean, in, in obviously not rewriting it, but if this, if this stands and is allowed, tolerated, followed, accepted haven't we aren't they essentially throwing out the process outlined within the constitution of amending the constitution they're Absolutely. essentially amending the constitution rewriting the constitution through legislative act which is illegal which is lawless what a bizarro world we live in when elon musk is considered a california patriot and we have people who are Republicans in the House of Representatives who vote to... And now, let's just be clear. What you're seeing on the screen here is not the first look you've had at this. This is actually the Patriot Act right? that has been in effect since October of 2001. The Senate just voted to expand their authority through the Patriot Act. So, you know, we're, we're the frog in the boiling pot of water, we're just going to turn up the heat a little bit. You know, it's not a whole lot. I mean, we're already doing this, and, you know, we have the, the FISA courts doing this stuff, and everybody, oh, here's my favorite, you know. Who's doing, who, who's looking at our stuff? The FBI. I mean, the FBI's proven themselves to be such a trustworthy institution these days. What do I have to fear with the FBI tracing my web, you know, searches? Well, I, I think this emphasizes what I'd said earlier about the laws apply. They apply to you, not to them. Because remember, we, we've just come out of, well, two solid years of the Republicans standing, screaming, waving their arms about the FBI uh, spying on the president and, and various politicians, so it's all it's all the political uh, political officials and and all that, right? The president. How it, dare it, you spy on Donald Trump? Exactly. Hello. So they've been spying on us since two thousand one, and now the very same people arguing about spying on Donald Trump are the ones casting the yay vote to spy on you and me. That's where you wish the conservatives would wake up. 
right? Because this is how, this is what the Republicans do. The Democrats want your guns. The Republicans want your privacy, right? And your property. It's, it's, and it's the same every time. So Ooh, I just, my that, intolerance has reached a whole new level, JC. I'm, I'm at the point of, of, of metaphorically punching people in the face. I, well, let me, <laughs> I mean, let's put to the audience, how many, how many people, how many times were they sharing their outrage on Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, about what the FBI was doing targeting Donald Trump? How many of those same people now will be sharing their outrage through all of their media outlets every day about now this being targeted toward people, yeah. regular people, not politi- not politicians, right? And so we cheer for not we cheer for somebody donors. in the position in a political position, the office of president. Oh, you don't do that to Trump. What about don't do that to me? What about don't do that to you? Now all of the people, I, not all of them, but I, I would, I mean, that's probably a low estimate to say 80% of the people who were completely outraged at what the FBI did to Trump, you will not be outraged about them doing the very same thing to everyday citizens. That's why we talk about this federal addiction and federal focus. It's a freaking cult. You're, you, uh, you worship these people like they're gods. And the same protections we want to whine and moan about for these politicians. Where are you when it's the regular citizen? Don't spy on my president. Screw that. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care who is the head of the federal government or, or what, who's in that position. I could care less. And why do I have to be completely out of my mind outraged over Whoever, insert the name of some nitwit that's going to be in this position that who gives a rip for four years when they're doing the same stinking thing to the average person every single day of the world. And you people out there with your, your make America great again, dude, Donald Trump, just that one man is not America. Make America great again. Guess what? That includes the people who are not par- are not politicians. What about the protections of their liberties? That's what chaps my hide. We spend yep. so much time defending these politicians like it's a freaking cult, man. What about average people? We the, and, and these people would not, these cult were these that were cult worshiping wouldn't have jobs if it weren't for us anyway the whole place for the institution there and by the way let's just be clear the president of the united states is not the leader of america nor was he ever established to be but what he is now today is the leader of a political party so what we're doing in this cult of personality mentality is worshiping the leader of a political party when in reality for 19 let me just say this again 19 19 solid years they have been denying and destroying our rights well here here and here's where a hundred people drop off each feed because they think what I just said is about Trump anti-trump Yep. That's how freaking stupid we are. That's how we've been turned into slaves. So that I, I just, that's what I'm done with. It's not about Trump. The whole world's not about Trump. If you hate Trump, it's not about Trump. 
if you love Trump, it's not about Trump. Because, you know, for me, in four years, we may have a new president. In, in, in uh, well, let me see, in, in what? Six months, we might have a new president. In four years, we will have a new president. Yeah. So for me, it's not about Donald Trump. It's about an office exercising a power and watching people change their minds about who they love and who they don't love. So you want Donald Trump to have the power to do this. Well, don't forget that in four years when he's not there, because he won't be there in four years, no matter how much people love him or hate him, in four years, he's guaranteed gone. It, guaranteed gone. And the new person that's in there is going to have that power. And let me let you in on a little clue. I don't, I don't recommend people go to Wikipedia. I don't tell them to go to Wikipedia for their source, but Wikipedia has a really cool timeline of presidents of the United States. And if you are a pattern seeker and you can connect dots, go to Wikipedia, look up presidents of the United States. They got a whole chart. You'll see Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican, Republican, Democrat, Democrat. And you'll see there's a pattern now. Presidents serve two terms, Democrat, Democrat, Republican, Republican. And whoever was the last president, there will be the opposite party as the new president. And let me, let's, let's look back at this thing, right? Because, so what you're saying, new president, and, and this won't be, a, you, can, I, you can bet your bottom dollar, this will not be a blip on the radar screen. I mean, most of the conservative crowd not even pay attention. It's not going to be a blip on the care. radar screen tomorrow, much no. less six months no. from now. So the question is, it, it, this why is it that that's not okay under Obama, but Trump's in office and we don't care? And nobody's saying anything about it. And by the way, for, for I you... I got to go to vice.com. For you for Republican versus Democrat morons look at this who's who tried to strip this power out of it senator ron wyden democrat out of oregon ron wyden always the guy always the guy fighting for civil liberties always the guy fighting against this domestic surveillance oh but it's democrat versus republican that's how freaking stupid we've all become we, well, they, they've locked grab- us into this mental slavery and politician worship and this false dichotomy of Republican versus Democrat while while a bipartisan effort to absolutely shred the Constitution has been underway for at least two decades. Led this time by Republican Mitch McConnell, right? Led this time by Republican Mitch McConnell. I wish people would get over this. I, you know what? We... The, the amount of freedom and liberty that would be felt in the spirit of the American people if we stopped voting based on parties and started voting based on person on people, on, 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 on the Constitution, qualifications, that sort of thing. Uh, it, it's, it, just, it just drives me, drives me crazy. Hey, JC, look at this now. Um, the San Antonio City Council unanimously passes a resolution denouncing COVID-19 hate speech. Was <laughs> being hateful to COVID? No, no, no. You can't call it Kung Fu fever, Kung Fu virus, or the Chinese virus, because now that's a hate crime. So the, who was that? Crowder? Steven, so Stephen Crowder did his 
um, <laughs> Kung Fu, Kung Fu Corona, Kung Fu Fighting Coronavirus yeah. video. So then if that is, if his video is played in San Antonio, yes. then Steven Crowder could be charged with a he could crime? be charged with as as or a someone hate playing speech. his video. Yes, somebody playing his video could be uh, could be charged. I don't know. There wasn't really any criminal. It's like a resolution, and and now we're gonna tell you you're a hater, and we're gonna say na 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 boo boo, you're a hater, and your mother smells like elderberries, and your father whatever. But the whole thing is 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 a hate crime. What I want to know sounds like I need to make some hate shirts. Some some yeah. Kung Fu virus t-shirts. As much, you know, this is what really chaps me, JC. I don't, how do I wrap my brain around the absolute arrogance in the hypocrisy of these people? Any given moment of the day, when I'm out trying to teach people about natural rights, about the um, about the the uh, Constitution, about the Bill of Rights, at any given place, at any given time, there's going to be some liberal or some federal supremacist or some federal li- liberal federal supremacist coming at me, telling me, well, you know, the Supreme Court said, and the Supreme Court said this, and the Supreme Court said you can't shout fire in a crowded theater. The Supreme Court said your 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 rights are not uh, are are um, or not without limit. And when it comes down to actually following the Supreme Court, when it goes against what they say, crickets. They don't even they don't even look, right? So you've got the city of San Antonio talking about hate speech because somebody says Chinese virus or kung fu virus, and one of the <laughs> I mean, we're talking about a Supreme Court case where Rehnquist was the lead uh, the, the lead attorney in the majority opinion, Sandra Day O'Connor, is still on the Supreme Court. Souter is there. Who even knows who Souter was, right? That's one of those names you never remember. And worse than somebody might be able to remember Souter, who remembers Blackman, right? Who's that guy? Somebody named Blackman was on the Supreme Court? Yeah, he was. I, I think they photoshopped him in they there. They photoshopped him in there. Oh, let me show you this just so you can see this. So this is the sitting Supreme Court in one of the most pivotal Supreme Court opinions on freedom of speech. It's RAV, R-A-V-V, City of St. Paul. A unanimous opinion, which rarely happens in civil rights cases these days. A unanimous decision. And there you have, oh, look, you got white and black men sitting right next to each other. Who would even know that we had a Supreme Court justice named White and a Supreme Court justice named Blackman? They probably just erased that out of history because it triggered somebody, (laughs) some snowflakes, like, ah, our racist Supreme Court. They called this guy White. No, that's his last name. But they called him a Blackman. No, that's his last name. Blackman was actually the abortion right justice. So You have a right to an abortion. It's a natural inherent right. So RAV, R-E-V-V, versus the city uh, of St. Paul, the Supreme Court specifically said that hate speech is protected by the First Amendment. I I don't don't, don't get where people, uh, we, we just don't read anymore. 
people don't care anymore and they want to deny what they have you know a supreme court jc one of the oldest supreme court cases well i guess not one of the oldest but one of the most referenced supreme court cases and what it boils down to this is going to be really offensive so what happened was some teenagers allegedly burned a crudely fashioned cross on a black family's lawn and the police charged one of the teens under a local bias-motivated criminal ordinance which prohibits the display of a symbol which, quote, arouses anger, alarm, or resentment in others on the basis of race, color, creed, religion, or gender. Okay? So first off, the argument was not trespassing because they were trespassing. The argument was not arson because it was arson. They were on somebody else's property burning things. Okay? The argument was, you displayed a symbol that arouses anger, alarm, or resentment in others on the basis of race, color, religion, or gender. Now, we say hate speech today because we don't have the vocabulary to carry on the intelligent conversation with that many words anymore. So we call it hate speech. And so the Supreme Court said specifically, government can't outlaw hate speech just because it arouses anger, alarm, or resentment. By the way, Supreme Court there. So you got your liberal whack jobs that want to come to me about how the Supreme Court said that the federal government can do this, that and the other. But when you show them that your government can't outlaw hate speech, it's like, what? I don't know. What? Huh? I, I never. They were what? wrong there. They were wrong there. So you do have a brain to think on your own. You just no. want it your way. Yeah, that's it. That's just driving me crazy. So. Once again, there is no such thing as a hate crime. I don't know how Good. many times I've said I'm glad that. you brought that up no for new folks. No such thing as a hate crime. There are no hate crime laws. There correct? are no hate crime laws. They are. They are crime enhancements. Sentence enhancements. Yes. So if you are the crime is murder. If you are convicted of murder. And the prosecutor goes the extra step to prove that when you were committing that murder, you had hate in your heart. <laughs> I guess you can come up with an idea of murdering Pro somebody with overflowing love. Prove, yeah, prove is not probably not the right word. I would say if you can convince convince the jury twelve morons yeah. of this, yeah, then the judge can issue a a stronger, stronger in sense. sentence, which ought to be offensive to every person who believes in the principles of equal justice under the law, equal application of the law. Because guess what? A hate crime enhancement says that someone's life is more valuable in the eyes of the law than another person's life based on the color of their skin or their socioeconomic background their DNA, right? So somehow now, by law, we've created a, a hierarchy of value in life based on the way people look or the body parts that they have or don't have, right? So it's like rewinding to the 1830s. Yes. Yes. I just, I just heard somebody talk about that and we're devolving legally. We're actually going backwards. 
Oh, well, there's no doubt we're, about that. We have governors that act like kings and queens. Yeah. There's no more devolution than that. Right. We're resurrecting uh, ancient tyranny. Ancient Gov tyranny. Types of, the type of government we cast aside. That's right. 244 years ago, we said no more kings. And now we have governors and county commissioners and sheriffs like Red Flag Chad running around acting like little kings and princesses. And, 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 and here's the thing, right? How do you, how do you, how do they do that? They do that because you let them do that. There's this great picture that I love. I, I wish I had thought about it to bring it to light today, JC. And it's an old picture and the it, it's always circulating in the libertarian crowds. So what you have, it's a very plain picture. You have this black, enormous room and a plank that stretches out over what you think is an abyss because you don't really see much. And at the end of the plank is a man standing at a podium with a little microphone and he's got his hand up and he's talking like that. At the other end of the plank are, is a large group of people standing on the plank preventing the man from falling into the abyss, right? So if they just moved aside, the plank would go <laughs> and he would go down, right? And it's the idea that we somehow believe that we've lost understanding that, that politicians' voices would flip into the abyss if we stopped giving them the attention that they need. I like it. I love that picture. I really do. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a very, very poignant, simple picture. So I'm just going to repeat it again. There is no such thing as a hate crime. So don't come at me with a hate crime. Don't come at me about any of this stuff because there is no such thing as a hate crime. And everybody that goes around talking about hate crimes is simply promulgating a lie. Hey, I wanted to end the, the show today. Um, with a funny. Is 338LM a hate speech? Is what? That's liberty speech. Three, what is it? <laughs> moving on. Moving Nothing on? to see okay. here. Okay, all right. I'll keep moving. Here we go, everybody. I want to, this is, this is what JC and I call all the time, the beauty of, re, uh, of uh, rebellious ingenuity. If you don't know what rebellious ingenuity is, you need to go read a book called The Desperate Sons. Who's the author of that book, JC? Look it up so we can tell uh, everybody. Oh, forget. Barry, David, Barry. Uh, let me check. All right, so here we go. Washington restaurants will need to keep track of diners as part of reopening requirements. Les Standiford. Well, that's not even close to Barry. No, I was thinking of the Roger Williams. Uh, Desperate Sons. Desperate Sons by... Les, Les Standiford. Les Standiford. Okay, so. The plan, which includes logging time of arrival, emails, and phone numbers, is meant to facilitate contact tracing. Once again, uh, Washington State, on Monday night, Governor Jay Inslee... Why don't we just go ahead and call him Monarch Jay Inslee. King, King Inslee. King, King Inslee. Hey, that's a real kingly kind of name, right? Mm -hmm. King Jay. King Jay. Lord Inslee. Lord Inslee. Lord Inslee and his courtiers and his concubines mm, issued a release, 
a list of detailed guidelines that restaurants must adopt before resuming in-dining services during phase two hear of ye, Lord Inslee's reopening plan. You shall report to the king your name, the time of your arrival and departure at any eating establishment within the realm. As well as your name and the time of entry and departure, you shall provide to us of the thing of the email address and of the phone number so that we might, the king and his courtiers and his concubines, might contact you at a future time as deemed necessary by Lord Inslee. How's that? Very good. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. All right. So the first question is, why? You know, just why? Oh, I'm sorry. My first question, my first answer to, to Lord Inslee's concubines, oh, my dog ate that list. I mean, we took it. You see, there's the pad of paper, and there's the pen and everything. I mean, we took it, but the dog ate it. I, I don't know. What do you got a dog in your restaurant for? Oh, it wasn't my dog. <laughs> it's somebody else's dog. Then you, you go to the restaurant, right? So what's your name, ma'am? My name's Jay Inslee. Your name is Jay Inslee. Yes, my name is Jay Inslee. My email email is j.inslee at wa.gov. And my phone number is Jay Inslee's phone number because, you know, I'm Jay Inslee. Right. Right? Seriously. So, so people are doing that, right? Yeah. People are giving the governors, uh, uh, making up names like, my name is Zorro Haberdasher. And my phone number. Zorro Rafael de los Santos. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Zorro, your address matches the governor's mansion. Yeah, and your phone number looks... I work in the garden. <laughs> That's racist. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, people are making up names and phone numbers. Now, here's the thing. Somebody asked me, how do I do that? What if they ask me for my ID? I'm sorry, I don't have my ID with me. You're just going to have to take my word for it. <laughs> Seriously. Ask my mom. Mrs. She Inslee. knows who I am. My mama knows who I am. Yeah. Don't you think she knows me better than a DMV would know me? Why are you asking for an ID? DMV don't know me. My mama knows me. Mm-hmm. There you go. Right. Piece of cake. Yeah. If you so, don't have to have an ID that's to vote for Governor Inslee, that's, why do you have to have an ID to go to the <laughs> restaurant and eat? Yeah. See, that's making the most of whatever you want to call it. Seriously, if, if you're going to have some stupid business owner that's going to be some some subjected slave who's going to be like, I'm going to do this, so make up, then I'm just going to I'm going to make up a name. Make sure you look for your, your mayor or your governor's Just memorize phone the phone number. Yeah. Memorize the number to <laughs> Are you kidding? Wait a the minute. sheriff. I'm writing it on a card. I don't even know my own number. You're telling me to memorize the governor's number? Write it down, guys. Email yourself. Email yourself. Take a, take a pic. That's what I do now. Take a picture. The, 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 rent, the time of cell phones. Yeah, like somebody, anything we need to know now. Carol just, just says, if you're in Seattle, just tell them you're homeless. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm homeless. Or San Francisco. Yeah. Like, I'm homeless. I don't have an idea. I can show you where I pooped on the sidewalk yesterday. <laughs> I, I got my poop app. I don't have a home. <laughs> I poop here every day. Look, <clears throat> peaceful noncompliance is an obligation. It is. 
peaceful non-compliance is an obligation for people who do not want to be slaves. A, you want to be a slave? That's your problem. That ain't mine. But I'm going to be fighting so I don't have Excellent. to be a slave. And I'm not. I'm going to be fighting so my child doesn't have to be a slave. And I'm going to be fighting so your child doesn't have to be a slave. But if you want to be a slave, like, like Samuel Adams said, let your chains rest lightly upon you. Go home. We don't need you. And may our countrymen never remember, uh, may our future never remember that you were our countrymen. Right? Let your chains rest lightly upon you. Go home. We don't want you. Just stay out of our way. That's all I'm asking. Just stay out of our way. Washington State, man. Wow. Well, I mean, there are parts of California that aren't any better. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what. How do I? Oh, I, this is what I told somebody today. I told this on Kate Daly's show, JC. As I was teaching the Constitution, if I knew now, if I knew then what I know now, one of my classes would have been um, bringing in a drug dealer to teach the people how to not answer the door when somebody knocks on the door. <laughs> right? What do I do if they come to the door? Uh, don't answer it. Right. Seriously, do you know as a prosecutor for over a decade how frustrating it is for law enforcement to go to the drug dealer's door and knock on the door? I mean, seriously, I, I just don't answer the door. Well, what if they, what if they say we're nowhere in there? Don't say anything. Yeah, you just Nobody's better. Nobody's home. You got to protect yourself too, though. What if they time. say, I'm, I'm, uh, you have to do this? What do I tell them? You tell them no. Well, what if they don't listen? Then you tell them, hell no. Right? I, I don't know. I don't know. No. Right? No, you can't do that. Well, I have to. Uh, no, you don't. I'm going to take your child. Okay. Now I'm not saying anything anymore. So, no. yeah, that is not happening. But anyway, anyway, what has happened to a people? Is it the property tax thing, JC, where people don't realize they no longer feel ownership over their home. So when somebody knocks on the door, they feel compelled to answer? Nah, just slave. Just people just been turned into slaves, Don't open the man. door. Seriously, you got a window. Look and see who's standing on the door. That's what the drug dealers do. They have a little hole in their window covered in aluminum foil. So they can look out and see, oh, five O's out there. They, knock, knock, knock. They paid a little 12-year-old to sit knock, on knock. the corner. Yeah, that's right. Right. Nobody here. Nobody He's here. hollering. Nobody here. Come on. Need a lookout. Yeah. But you know. Don't come yeah, back. Spotters, exactly. If you they, don't have a warrant. I just saw an, uh, they shot some, some lady that was an EMT just got shot like eight times. Oh. Police busting in their house like that. It was the wrong house. Oh my goodness. Serving a, I guess, no knock, no knock warrant or whatever. So that's the other thing. You better keep yourself safe. Yeah. You can say no, but if they storm in. You better keep yourself safe. Keep yourself safe. Keep yourself safe. Keep yourself alive. That's what's important. Can I also mention to you, can I, I know we're running a little bit long, JC, but since we're talking about this warrant thing, I want to mention to somebody, I want to drop this in here because they have no authority to come into your house without a warrant. They can pretend they have authority. They can make up the authority, but they can't, ha they do not have the authority without a warrant. Now, there's, a, there's some things that you need to know if someone comes to your house with a warrant. It's a tricky thing. 
that only certain people know, but I want to share it with you so you can be informed as well. Never give consent for entry. I don't care if they come to your house with a warrant because this is what they'll say to you. Uh, Miss Hall, we've got a warrant. Will you let us come in? Uh, no. You may come under in under the authority of that warrant, but you do not come in with my consent. And what they'll do is they'll trick you into giving consent. As soon as you say, yeah, sure, come in, now there's not even a need for a warrant anymore, and any restriction within the warrant is out the window. So practice this with me. You may come in under the authority of that warrant, but you do not have my permission. Well, you say you may come in. I wouldn't even say that. Well, you, you say you may come in, isn't that? I mean, they they, can't, uh, they twist say, that into interpretation. Well, all right. I mean, uh, permission. Well, you could say the authority, the the warrant authorizes you to come in, but you don't have my permission. I do not consent. I do not consent Keep to this simple. search. Right. I do not consent to this search. So they be like, well, can we come in? I do not consent to this search. Right. Don't the the less you say the better. You start you, I do people not use too to many search. words, they're gonna trip themselves up. Yeah. I do not consent. There you go, Dr. Sean. I do not consent to this search. And that applies in your car as well. They say right. we're gonna we, we have probable cause. I don't care what you have, I do not consent to this search. Because the moment you give consent, there is no limit to the search. At all. And never say the word gun. Yeah, don't ever say the word gun. Never say the word gun. That's a trigger word. Yeah. Don't do you have do you have any weapons? People say, I got a gun in a glove box as soon as they hear gun. Boom. That's a trigger word. The best thing to don't do, like J C said, is it. don't you know, don't say keep it simple. anything. Just keep, keep it simple. simple. I do not consent. I do not consent to the search. You got any guns in here? You got any weapons in here? I'm not carrying in this vehicle. I'm not carrying on my person. I'm not carrying on my person, but I'm carrying in the vehicle. You never say the word gun. I, don't, I wouldn't even say weapon. I use the word carry. If they're going to talk to me, I say carry, carry. I'm not carrying on my person, officer. I'm carrying in the vehicle. Right. You say gun, they see red, they blank out, and you dead. And go bonkers. They say they see red, you go dead. So here's the thing. Remember, you don't have to say anything at all. You don't have to say anything at all. I'm not talking without a lawyer. Well, why don't you tell me your name? Because I'm not talking without a lawyer. Well, I'm just trying to be nice and talk to you. I'm not talking without a lawyer. I do not consent. I do not consent, and I'm not talking without a lawyer. Because that's what they do. They, they are trained to get you in a conversation. Now, don't give me this, oh, Chrisanne's anti-blue line. She's, she's no cop, whatever. No, I am pro-rights. And if you have an officer that is pro-rights, then your officer won't have a problem with you saying, I I'm not talking without a lawyer. Seriously, if you have an officer that understands, like Greg Anderson, who gives his speech uh, about the Bill of Rights and the Declaration of Independence, mm -hmm. and you simply say to them, I don't consent to this search, and I'm not talking without a lawyer. Yeah. A good officer be like, that's your rights, okay. Well, I got to do my job too, but that's your rights, and so you be done. You don't have to talk to anybody. All right, well, I hope... Other than to say you don't consent. Don't consent.
I do not consent. Sometimes, like, not saying anything at all is okay, but it's more clear to say, I do not consent. Because what they'll say is, she didn't say anything when we went to go search. She didn't object. She didn't object. No, I do not consent. And remember, if you're going to force vaccinate me, we can talk about that. Because if you want to stick me, I get to stick you. I go first. I go first. Because <laughs> it's going to be like Rochambeau, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. stick you and then I'm going to run. Because I ain't going to get I'm stuck. not running the other direction, though. I know, right. I'm going I'm to I'm cut out that red If you see me running, it ain't going to be away from you. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Hashtag just saying. Hey, you know what, JC? Before we go, it might be really good to... Uh, Go ahead, since we're talking about running, mm-hmm. uh, talk about our In Defense of Liberty training. Do it. In Defense of Liberty, September 4th through 7th, uh, 2020. Uh, constitution training, hand-to-hand self-defense, handgun carry accuracy and precision, real-world shooter defense. I mean, I'm talking about carjacking. I'm talking about escaping, kidnapping. Dodging bullets. I'm talking about dodging bullets. No, we're not. <laughs> You're being silly now. But um, And we start off with constitution training. I'm going to teach you about this. This year is going to become different than the last year's. I'm not only going to teach you the right to keep and bear arms. I'm going to teach you about your right to privacy and how to say no to uh, a a warrantless person. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about the second and fourth amendments in our constitution training this September 4th through 7th. It's going to be in Texas. Um, and it's just, just northeast of Dallas. So you fly into Dallas and you, uh, we have all the hotel stuff and everything set up there. Hey, JC, go back to that page again. So what you do is, uh, go to, uh, no, click on the banner thing right there in the corner. There you go. Boom. One more. All right. So when you see this banner come up, click on it. It will take you to the In Defense of Liberty Firearms Training class uh, section where you can uh, sign up and purchase your your thing. You get all the information you need. It's going to be in Whitesboro, Texas. Um, you can it, <laughs> you can find out where our hotels are. We have block hotels. We have all kinds of stuff there for you. Uh, we even have a payment plan program mm-hmm. because this is once in a lifetime. Well, I say once in a lifetime, but life-changing training. This is not shooting paper targets, people. This is life-changing. Larry trains Navy SEALs. Larry trains Navy SEALs. He is the premier elite firearms trainer in the entire country. Larry Stevenson. We believe that. I believe that. Well, I wouldn't say without if I didn't. So So check it out. Go to the website. Sign and up. if you sign up now, Join us. you can go on a payment plan and it'll all be ready paid off by uh, September and you won't have to worry about it all coming out at one chunk. Who, and it's who, worth it. It's absolutely worth it. Who doesn't want to hang out with Chris Ann and JC and shoot and shoot guns all weekend? I know, right? Come on. I know, right? And then we get to brag on Colton because he's a great shot too. Actually, Colton becomes a range uh, what is that? A range supervisor, RSO. an RSO. My my fourteen year old gets to be an RSO because he's just that good. Awesome. Yeah. 
Hey, I got the uh, new T-shirts. The ladies' T-shirts up. Some oh, some of the ladies nice. were asking about. Oh, you guys wanted the real women. This Mercy Otis Warren T-shirt is up there. Real women, women of courage has got her quote on the front. We and, will stand uh, against tyranny today, or our children will bow tomorrow. Yep. First female, first, America's first female playwright, first female historian, first female political satirist. And she advisor. She was the advisor to Washington and uh, All the men, some of the just other the cats. men. Yeah, absolutely. Then there's uh, the one with Penelope Barker. Um, so it wasn't just the men in Boston, but Penelope mm -hmm. Barker organized a tea party uh, with 50 ladies in Edenton, North Carolina, where they signed a declaration of protest and boycott. Uh, she said maybe it's been uh, the men, right, who protested up to now, but it only means we ladies have uh, been quiet too long. Mm -hmm. But she said, they said, we will not hide behind costumes like the men in Boston did, but the British will know who we are. So you got that quote there on the front, or paraphrase. So, yeah, awesome. Check those out. Lady's been asking about those. Yep, so we've got those t-shirts up. GodGunsLiberty.com. GodGunsLiberty.com. You can remember, also find it at the website, ChrisAnnHall.com. Yeah, and remember, all the help, that everything that you buy goes back into what we're doing. So it becomes a mutually beneficial relationship. You can get our The Church is Essential t-shirts as well, along with a lot of others. And help me get a new mic. And help JC get a new mic. <laughs> All right, guys. Cheers. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. Tomorrow is Friday. JC, we need to come up with a fun thing for Fridays. Some way to do phone calls or call-ins or questions and answers. Oh, you're going to dance for us on Friday. Hey, JC used to be a break dancer. So Friday, this Friday, tune in tomorrow to catch JC doing some 80s style break dancing <laughs> like he did back in the day. <laughs> Crush grooving, <laughs> body moving. <laughs> All right. God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.